Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're watching and not only listening, but you're watching the Spark Report. John W. Davis and Pabby. What's going on, Pab? How you feeling? So, man, how you feeling? For the for the first time ever, you are watching. Well, it's probably second time ever, actually. We we did do one on um IG. Yeah. Way back when. So yeah. That for one the, didn't count though. This is the first fair. time. Fair. So yeah, the first time ever you are watching the Spark Report, not just only hearing, you're watching it. Right. So this is something new that we're going to bring you throughout this WNBA season. We're going to be doing a lot more video as we are you know, trying to incorporate as much of Spark and WNBA coverage as we can on YouTube and on digital platforms, because honestly, there's not enough. There's not enough WNBA coverage. There's not enough Sparks coverage. But definitely, there's not enough WNBA coverage. So I feel like we can talk about the Sparks, obviously, because that's the team in L.A. where we're based. But there's 11 other teams in the WNBA that deserve coverage as well, deserve video coverage, deserve debate, analysis. And that's what we're going to do on the Spark Report. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, High-quality basketball, competitive basketball, skilled basketball, um, mm -hmm. and they deserve as much coverage as, as 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 anybody else. These athletes work just as hard as the men or as anybody else who plays any other sport. Uh, they work just as hard, and they deserve to be covered. So, And and and, and also, well, obviously not this year because you can't get out to a game because of you know what's going on in the world. But when you can get out to a game, go out to a game and actually go see it in person, go see it live. It's not expensive. You can probably take your whole family – for like whole whole family for like a hundred dollars go they're always great experiences you could even sit lower than what you probably can at like a normal nba game right um and always be on the first level you will always be on the first level always you will always be on the first if level. you sit on if you sit in the second level at a WNBA game it's because you want to sit at the second level <laughs> you want to sit on the second level so um yeah go if you can go go to one um last year was well i think what both of our first season covering the w it was it was uh i thoroughly enjoyed it you know I, I i looked forward to going to the games um i actually probably learned more about basketball watching the WNBA than i did from even watching the nba reason being i think uh the action happens a little bit slower um the athleticism obviously even though they're athletes it's not like somebody out there with a 50 inch vertical and things like that so um, the skill takes over more. So you can recognize the skill a little bit more than what you would in the NBA because sometimes athleticism can just take over for the skill. Like if you got a 50-inch vertical and can run, I don't know, a 4-4, you're probably going to be good even right. if you don't have that much skill. WNBA, everybody, you know, athleticism level is more so leveled out, so the skill really, really um, takes over. And, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Like I said, if you can get out to a game, go check it out. I agree. WNBA is more cerebral. It is more fundamental. And that's cool for somebody who appreciates the game of basketball. Like you want to see the thought process. You want to see someone that is doing something on purpose, not just like you said, jumping yeah. over somebody. Yeah. 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 Uh, or I can jump higher. So I get the rebound. Like, no, there's strategy in their positioning. And there's, there's a reason why NECA gets double doubles and she's barely six, two. Agreed. You Agreed. Know, cause, Agreed. Cause she knows how to play basketball and she's learned how to play it throughout her career at Stanford. I mean, back in high school to Stanford to now in the WNBA, you know, she's played in, in Russia, she's played in Asia. So she's learned how to play basketball and essentially has become a, a skilled master basketball player. Now it's, I mean, she's a 2016 WNBA MVP. Agreed. So anytime you can be the MVP of a league 
Like you're pretty you good. You are bona fide. You're, you're a bona fide. Like I don't think there's ever been or ever will be an MVP of a league that is not a Hall of Fame caliber player. Agreed. Agreed. Because being MVP means you're the best. And again, these are professional athletes. So no matter what you think, these are full-on professional athletes. So these are the best at what they do. So if you win MVP at anything with a whole bunch of other professionals and you are mm-hmm. named the best of that with a whole bunch of other professionals, you're pretty damn good. Right. So, yeah. But, but, but you know, I mean, I mean, obviously it's the first time that we actually, you know, had a build, so we had to have that conversation. But, I mean, let's get into it. Let's uh, – season seems to be starting up. Yep. July 24th. Um, July 24th. Hopefully we get a season. I mean, you know, obviously a lot can change yep. from now until July 24th, but season seems to be starting up. Uh, what are your thoughts? Players are now opting out. Um, we we may not be done with players opting out, but some players have already opted out. Um, right. What are your thoughts? Well, let's first of all go down the list of players who've opted out for people who are not familiar. So this is the list I have. And if I missed a couple of people, just let me know and give me a little grace. But so we're talking about in the WNBA, we've had Christy Tolliver on the Sparks, Shanae Gumbake on the Sparks, Renee Montgomery on the Dream, Tiffany Hayes on the Dream, John Quill Jones on the Sun, Natasha Cloud on the Mystics, Latoya Sanders on the Mystics, CC Zandalassini on the Lynx, Rebecca Allen on the Liberty, and now Sydney Colson on the Chicago Sky. So that's the list that I have. Also, Kelsey Plum be out with the ACL. So there's about Achilles, 10 Achilles, 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 excuse me. So she'll be out with that injury. So good luck to her, by the way. Like, yeah, well, but that at. changes the league. And we can in, honestly, there's probably going to be a few more players who don't end up playing yeah. outside of that list. So when you look at that, you definitely got some big names. If I had to say the biggest name out, I got to give respect to John Quill Jones. I would have said biggest name, Natasha. Biggest name, Natasha. Best player, John Quill. Biggest okay. name, I would have said Natasha. Okay. Natasha would be the biggest name. I'll, I'll say, I want to say best player then. So let's clarify that. Best player, John Quill Jones, a player that if she would have played on a single site, locked in for 22 games, easily could have been MVP of the league. Yeah, I mean, I, I, easily. I, I, I mean, she could have averaged 25 and 15. Okay, I don't know about 25 and 15. I don't know if she would have She could have averaged 25 and 15. I don't know if she would have 25 and 15. But we only talk about 22 games. I don't know if she would have gave you 25 and 15. But okay. she definitely could have gave you 20 and 10. I don't she know about 25 thir- and 15. She had 30, almost 35 and 16 in the finals. Yeah, but that wasn't every night. That's what I'm saying. That wasn't every night. You're right. I don't know about 25, 15. 25, 15 in 40 minutes is outrageous numbers. (laughs) That is outrageous. That's what what they do over. That's what they do overseas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know about 25, 15. I will say she could have definitely given you a strong maybe 20 and 10. She could have been MVP. Could have been MVP. Yes. She could have been MVP. So you have an MVP caliber player who's sitting out. Um, You know the opt out or free agency slash opt-out, honestly, I think it's going to have the biggest effect not on the Sparks, but on the Mystics. Think about it like this. When you combine free agency and opting out, the Mystics no longer have their starting backcourt. And we don't know what... And their starting center. And we don't know what's what's going to happen with um, Elena. You know, she's had her own health issues throughout the year. She also had back surgery Mm -hmm. um, this this offseason. So we don't know what's going to happen with Elena. Like, is she even going to play? Well, good thing for them... They got Tina Charles for a pick. They did too, yeah, they did. And they can start Ariel Powers. They still, still got Emma. Emma. 
let's just assume Deladon's there. She might not be, but let's, she's there now. Ariel's yeah, Ariel powers. So, I, mean, I they, think that they can survive and still be a good basketball team. Right. Now, would they repeat as champions? Um, who knows? That remains to be seen, especially yeah. if Elena doesn't play. I doubt that happens. Um, but they can still be a good quality basketball team, even with the people that they lost, including the people that they also gained. Like you said, they gained Tina. Emma's mm-hmm. still going to be there. Ariel's still going to be there. They, 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 they can still put together. They should, they should, they, they should still be a playoff team. I don't think this is a situation in which they just like fall off the map. They should still be a playoff team. And when I break down looking at the Sparks, I think this this opting out will have a huge impact on the Sparks. Not only are you losing your first big off the bench, Chenea Gumake, but you're also losing the person who was going to be the difference, the person who was not on the roster last year, who was going to start and who was going to go back and forth with Chelsea so Chelsea could play off the ball, so Chelsea could do some isolations. Chelsea could have somebody to give the ball to when she got those double teams, which are going to come because teams saw how effective the double team was against her in the Sun series. So if I'm any team, I'm going to double her more. I'm going to frustrate her more. I'm going to do that. And yes, she can call off a screen and stuff like that, but like I'm going to double her because at the end of the, I won't call it a series, but at the end of the playoff game against the Storm, I asked Dan Hughes, Natasha Howard, and Jordan Canada. I said, how would you play? If you could do it over, how would you play the Sparks differently? And what they said was, oh, we would double Chelsea Gray more in a series. Yeah. And then that's exactly what the Sun did. And then the Sun swept them. <laughs> yeah. So I could see Derek Fisher saying that, well, I don't have Christy Tolliver anymore. He liked the way the backcourt was when he had Raquana and Chelsea starting with CRP, Candice, and NECA. He liked that lineup. I personally would want Raquana off the bench because the way oh, she yeah, shoots, yeah. she will, she does. Uh, Raquana could be playing with LeBron, Kawhi, she shooting Anthony the ball. Davis, and James Harden, and she's she gonna the shoot the ball. She's shooting the ball. She's not passing. She see the shot. She will. She will one thousand percent shoot the ball. So I would rather have that come off the bench. So let's just say that. He is keeping in mind saying like Simone Augustus. So Simone Augustus warms up, right? She needs to start because she already spent all that time warming up. And then if she sits on the bench for the first eight, 10 minutes, yeah, then it's just like, what was the point of her warming up? So if I you mean, can start her, play her for a little bit of minutes, I would say this is this is how I would do it. I would start, I would start. Chelsea, Simone, TRP, Candace, and NECA. I don't mind that lineup. Um, for one, uh, are the coaches going to be on the floor or are the coaches going to be somewhere else? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, question. because I mean, because me and TBJ will have a discussion um, yesterday, whereas in the NBA, some of the coaches aren't actually going to be on the floor. They're going to be in like the you know the, the boxes and things like that. You have to like listen to them over like well, one of the you know like the NFL headsets. Mm-hmm. They would go, you know get a player's headsets. No, listen. If I think that's how it's going to be ran, if that's how it's going to be ran, I would much rather have a veteran lay starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Just for the fact of like, I trust Candace, I trust Neca, I trust Simone. Those are three of the. Three, 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 three all, Hall of Famers. Yeah, all three Hall of Famers, all three veterans. They've both been in the league. I think I think then Neck has been around almost 10 years at this point. About 10 years. Eight. Eight. I mean, yeah, but that's because they stay in college like longer than so yeah. basically she's she she's been playing. I mean, because I mean I personally think 
the uh, high level NCAA basketball is damn near professional basketball to me. It with is the way that they, those you know, stay. Yeah, like that's teams, that's yeah. basically that's basically professional basketball to me. So I mean, she's to me been a professional basically ten years um at this point. So mm-hmm. I would much rather have a veteran lay star lineup, especially especially when I can't, you know, maybe you know yell at somebody on the sidelines, call something out immediately. I would want the people on the court to know what they're doing and to have been around for a minute. And again, I trust Candace, I trust Neca, I trust Chelsea, and I trust Simone. But that's not to say that Raquana doesn't know what she's doing. But I think the, the yeah, benefit, but you got real hand a little bit though. though you do, but the, I think the the true benefit is having her come off the bench, and then when she's in, she's putting so going hard all the time. You know, as long as she's feeling good and feeling confident herself, she's going hard all the time. Brittany Sykes is another one of those types of players who is going to go in, go hard. You got somebody like Christine Nigwe, who we saw her annoy the mess out of Brittany Griner. Yeah. And almost ran, get her lights knocked out. <laughs> she ran. She definitely annoyed her and ran. Right. But, you know, yeah. but she annoyed her. You got mm-hmm. another player that they just signed, Rashonda Gray, who I've been talking to some people, and they say that she is a an amazing rebounder, almost like a like a worm kind of thing, like a Dennis Rodman. And if Shanae was that type of rebounder because she's pretty tenacious and she tries to go after and she's pretty aggressive. So you got a Rashonda Gray who can kind of feel that. You got Christina Nigwe who has at 6'4", has the athleticism to dunk. You got Brittany Sykes who's 5'9", who honestly probably has the athleticism to pretty much dunk at 5'9". Or she's got that types of that types of hops. You still got Sydney Weiss. You still got Marie Gulich, a big strong post player, a solid 6'4, six, 6'5, six, who has the range to shoot threes. So for me, if I'm the Sparks, and this goes for every team in the league as well, you got to figure out how to play as many players as you can for the first at least 10 games of the season. Because you gotta you gotta get larger rotations. Like yes, you gotta no. you gotta win games, but you because because think about it though. This is the perfect opportunity. It's no fans around. You know, you're playing in the gym by yourself. How do those last few minutes of practice go that we've seen when we're watching them scrimmage? They getting up and down, they running. They get up and down and running. That's how it's gonna be. In a in a site like that, think about it like that. You know, yeah, but basically like a summer run. Yeah, but the fact it's only 22, what, 22, 24 games, 22, 24 22 games? games, 22, 22 games. games. Nah, you got to win as many games, but you really don't have the time to be out figuring out lineups. You got to win it's not, games. It's not figuring out lineups. You're running. And so you have lineups, but you're just letting more people play. Like you have a starting lineup. You have a top eight. You have a nine. But there's nothing wrong with the two, three-minute spell for somebody just to catch that breath. Because everybody was under quarantine. Everybody's under lockdown. This is all these teams, okay? We're talking about right now we have 142 of the 144 players in the league. There's a couple teams that still have 11 players. All of these women can play, especially the guards, okay? Like all of these guards are are ball players. They They all can get to the rim. They all can, you know, lay up. They all can run. They all have skills. So just just play. I'm not saying that Marie Gulich or Christina Nigway need to play 15 minutes a game. That's not realistic. You got a player like NECA who says, take me out when I'm ready. She can tell the coach, I'm not coming out 
And what does Derek Fisher do? He leave her in the game. Yeah. Derek Fisher don't. Derek Fisher don't want to take her out anyway. So when NECA says I'm playing, she's gonna play. We saw Chelsea Gray play the whole game. Yeah, this, that was the that, Atlanta Dream. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Though. That's that was that was that was. When Atlanta Dream were the worst team in the yeah, league. Yeah, that was that was that was that was again unnecessary. That was unnecessary. Right. So that was unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. That's you unnecessary. Cannot, you cannot be doing that in the first five ten games of this. This league, this season, that makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. You got to work people in. You even got a new player that they just signed, a rookie, uh, Taya Cooper. Like two, two, three, four minutes. Like this is the thing. If I go to a single site, if I go to a bubble, and I'm sitting on the bench, Pappy, and I don't play, oh, I'm gonna be pissed. I mean, some people just gonna be mad. Some people just gonna, gonna be mad. You might have somebody just straight up leave. Be mad. Think about it. You're isolating yourself they, they, they for three months. Leave. Then they might leave because, like, if I'm not getting playing time in the beginning, and like, it's none of this, like, oh, you got to stay ready, all that stuff. Like, no, like, everybody got to play a little bit. These first I ten, mean, these first ten games is like an early season, early summer AAU tournament. Okay. Everybody plays. People are gonna play now. Are they gonna play crazy minutes? No, they might get a spurt here and there. They might get a little wind in. They not everybody not gonna be. Is is it, it? It won't be equal opportunity for all. I do think that they'll get on the court. Obviously, because for one, do you have a preseason? I don't think you have a preseason. I think you just go straight into the season. I think they may get a scrimmage or two. I mean, scrim. Okay, a scrimmage or two. Okay, but not a, but not a, but not, but not a, but not a preseason. Like with the preseason, I think last year was at least four games. If I'm not mistaken. They play at least like four games, if I'm not mistaken. At least four. Like two or three. It might have been three. Four may be pushing it. It might have been three. Three might have been the most they play. Regardless, though, I don't think you're gonna get three actual preseason games. You'll no, get some I practices. I don't know how much practice time you're gonna really have realistically. I'm not sure how much practice time you're gonna you're gonna realistically well, have. Yeah, we practice every every other day. Every day you're not playing, you can technically practice. Now, I mean, will yeah, you but, practice every day? Yeah, you're no. not gonna. You're not gonna practice every that. You, yeah, you. Yeah, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna like run people ragged. You. You try to practice every single day. But yeah, but, I mean, okay, Simone Augusta is not gonna practice every day. Yeah, that's a player I mean, who's not gonna practice every day. I mean, you look but, at the Sparks. You kind of got a veteran team. I mean, you, you look do. At the, you do. But I was looking at the roster though. So you have a veteran team, but you got pretty young legs, Bab. Because think about it like this: the only two players. On this current roster, because there's no Christie, only two players that are in their 30s right now, as of this day, right now, the only two players in their 30s, well, got three. Raquana just turned 30, okay? But the only two players in their mid-30s are Candace and Simone. Everybody else is just turning 30 or they're 29 or they're 27 and you even got some 1997 you've got some 23 year olds so you got you got some legs out there man they can they can do some stuff but i think it's about the the fitness okay i think it's about the you know how much energy you have how much shape you're in what have you done during this quarantine i know that most of the players are in market right now in la they are doing individual workouts I've watched a lot of the players this offseason. They seem to be in fairly good health, fairly good shape. I don't see anybody that's out of shape. Candace looks to be in good shape and good spirits. 
You know, she's talked on her podcast and, you know, people were saying, oh, well, she's a likely one to sit out. Well, her, part of her mindset is, you know, that she's told us this before. She only has so much basketball left. It's true. She has a lot more basketball behind her than in front she of her. Love. She and may she's have, seen, what, two more years maybe? Depends Back on how long two, she wants to years. play. Yeah, it depends on how long she wants to play realistic. I mean, if Candace Parker wanted to play, you know, 12 to 15 minutes four years from now she could but she doesn't seem like that type of person yeah 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 the and dedication also, she's yeah. gonna need to put into a game just to come off the bench and play like yeah, that yeah, i don't I, see it i'm not yeah i'm not okay I'm not, so you yeah. talk about the sparks the three cornerstones are chelsea gray candace parker and neka agumake whatever mm-hmm. order you want to put them in that's debatable so but, I do want to ask you one question. Obviously, mm-hmm. when we, you know, look at who's not playing, we're looking at Chrissy Tolliver and we're looking at uh, Shanae Gumake. Right. Which one do you think hurts the Sparks more? Chrissy Tolliver. I agree with you. I think Chrissy, Chrissy Tolliver, Tolliver for sure. By far. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, again, she was going to be the difference. She was going to be the new person in the starting lineup. She was going to be the person who links them directly back to their 2016 championship season. Like, she was and she's a coach right she's <laughs> exactly coach. So it's not, right. i mean this is again we we talk about situation we don't know where the coaches are going to be positioned are they going to be on the court will they give them headsets we don't know she's a coach she right. is she's literally a coach she literally right. coaches for what the uh the wizards. uh, uh wizard she literally coaches for the wizard she's yeah. le- she's legitimately a coach so like we talk about you have bench coach too yeah not so like the, the the coach that's yeah, behind the player on the bench bradley yeah. she said she she works out with bradley bill all the time and you mm-hmm. see what Bradley Beal doing. She's literally right. a coach. So I think like even not not having that aspect, when you think about, you know, you, we we don't know where the coaches are going to be. This is going to be kind of a different environment. Um, I think you need somebody to, especially from, I, I, I love what Chelsea brings, but Chrissy is a whole different level. She's been in the league 10 years. She's won championships. Well, Chelsea won championship too, but she's won one championships. Whereas right. he was, whereas he, two of them, she's won whereas, two. She was one, right. two, whereas she was one of the main people getting it in on the court. Right. So I think you so so also not not having her being able to just settle just settle people down from that guard spot and you missing pretty much kind of your backup point guard I think as well I think there were going to be some situations I don't think you were ever going to see a time in which at least I don't think you should have seen a time in which both of them would be off the court I think you would always see a time where one of them would, would be on the court maybe I don't know I don't know it's not I think, necessary to have I think them Chelsea it, it's not I think Chelsea would have played more minutes between the two of them. But I also think there would be a time when they both would go down and it would be like a Raquana Sydney Weiss backcourt because Raquana Williams was coming off the bench. Now there's a debate whether she'll start again, but Raquana Williams was coming off the bench. And Raquana is a person who we've seen score 50 plus points in the WNBA. We saw her score 50 plus points in Europe this offseason. Yeah, but yeah, but Sydney with her with her height and length, I think you can move her up to the three seamlessly. You can. Fine. You can. But Sydney is a point guard in mindset. She's played the position. She knows how it works. Mindset. I think she, I think she I, is. I think she can play point guard. I wouldn't say I, – I, I think she's a guard in mindset. I don't think she's okay. a point guard. I, I think she can play the point guard position. I, I, she I, played I, point I, guard I, in, at um, Oregon State. Yeah, and then she also said that at least before last year, she was she was playing some guard when she was over in Europe last year. So I think she can play the point she guard was. position. She played – at some point she played post. She played center because that's the great thing about the experience they can have in – in Europe is they get a chance to play like every single position because most of the time 
they are either the best or the second best player on the team. Like they are recruited to come to that specific team and be, the, and be the American and be the star. Yeah. So, but I'm with you. I think yeah. that Christie is the one that really, really hurts. I, 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 I think now it actually sucks that Maria isn't playing because Maria would actually get a decent right. amount of playing time. I think that if, you know, not if, Mar- if Maria was the third big coming off the bench and Christy Tolliver was still starting, Sparks by far would be the number one team on realistically on anybody's list. I don't want to say by far because the storm, I don't think anybody dropped out. Brianna Stewart if, is back. Natasha Cloud Demon. If the Sparks I don't want to say by far. The Sparks are number two on the ESPN. Yeah, I don't want right to say by far. If the Sparks had if the Sparks had Christy Tolliver and Maria Vadim, they would be better yeah, than the Storm. I don't know about that. 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 This, I don't know this, about that. This is the Storm's top five players. Well, I'll go through the Storm's beginning of their rotation. So they have Sue Bird, Jewel Lloyd, Alicia Clark, Natasha Howard, Brianna Stewart. They it's got Russell. They got Russell, that big 6'6 six, six player, and Jordan Canada. It's that's a hell of a this, five. That's a hell of a seven. It's a hell of a seven. But you telling me that Chelsea Gray and Christy Tolliver – and then Candice, and then NECA, and then Simone Augustus, and TRP, and Chanae. You telling me that seven ain't just as good or better? I didn't the say they weren't. I, I did not say they weren't just as good. I said that I'm not going to let you say that by far. The Sparks better be number one. I'm sorry. That's a, Chelsea Gray and Chrissy Tolliver was going to be the best backcourt in the WNBA. I agree with that. Therefore, they, I agree with that. But the Storm, I had the best frontcourt. The storm I had the best front court, or one of them. I Natasha think, Cloud, Brianna Stewart. I think that's comparable to Candace and NECA. And the thing about it is the reason I say this the Sparks is still better is because who would you rather have? Because at some point you can have too much offense, but you can't have too much defense. Would you who, rather who got who, who got because, too much? Jordan Canada is the fifth best player. On the storm, in my opinion. Okay. Did she lead the league in steals last year? Yeah, but she like this small. She led the league in steals. She led the league in steals. You can't have. You can't have. Okay, so you she found me. a way to make herself useful. Even so she knew her. What's up? Up against it. Sue Bird, Jordan Canada, Jewel Lloyd. Yo, we saw Marina Mabry give it to Jewel Lloyd. In one game, yes. Marina Mabry. In one game, yes. In one game, yes. In one game, yes. She blocked her shot and yes. She, she, yes, she blocked her shot. I wouldn't say give it to. She did block her shot and it was a highlight. It was one of the best moments of the season when the way that she blocked her shot. Yes. So, Jewel Lloyd, like, I don't know. I'm not gonna let you say plus, by far though. Plus, plus, plus. The other reason is their coach is not there. Okay. That's why the Sparks, in my opinion, by far would have been the best team if they had Christy and Maria Vadiva. But they don't. Uh, yeah, but the coach last year also did coach a little bit after. Um, yeah, he um, coached. Yeah, he coached answers, when so. he wasn't there. But then, but then I'm gonna use what you just said. You just said, "Oh, but they got the coach on the floor." That's fair. So. But again, I'm not going, but yes, yes, but you got Sue Bird. You got a coach on the floor. 
Yeah, but did Sue Bird play last year? She's Sue Bird. Is Sue Bird not 39 years old? Even more, she a coach on the floor. You got Sue Bird. Sue Bird, Bird going to play like 26 minutes Okay, a cool. If that. But you still got a coach? I don't I don't consider Sue Bird a coach on the floor. She's a, she's a point guard, she's a floor general, but she's not a coach on the floor. I consider so her I consider Bird. her a front office person on the She has so, not worked as a coach. So she you worked don't at, think, she worked in the front office for the Denver Nuggets. Question, do you consider Chris Paul a coach on the floor? No. <laughs> Is this the point where you get up and walk away? No, I'm not going to get up and walk away, but <laughs> what? No, he's not a coach on the floor. You don't consider Chris Paul the ultimate floor general? Yes, but that doesn't mean you're a coach on the floor. LeBron a coach on the floor? No. So who – LeBron so, so, is the coach on the sideline. So, okay. So give me your definition of a coach on the floor outside of Chrissy Tolliver. Lenny Wilkins, who was the actual coach. Bill Russell, who was the actual coach. Like you have to be an actual coach to be a coach on the floor. There's a difference. Chris Paul is not designing plays. Chris Paul is not scouting other teams the way that coaches do. I He's don't know not if doing I that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I can agree with you. Is a quarterback? Is a quarterback the coach on the field? Some of them, yeah. All of them, no. Some of them, hell yeah. You trying to tell me Peyton Manning wasn't no coach on the field? No, he, no, he was right. the audibleer. He was the he what was you call that? He calling plays. He literally getting he literally getting by us and then be like, hey, no, nah, you do this, you do this, Yo, you do this. All right, we good not, now. You're not gonna take away from my man Tony Dungeon. I'm not taking away from Tony Dungeon, but he ain't played Tony Dungeon the whole time. Right. And he didn't win except that one time when they was in Denver and they won because of defense. Okay. He still got there. He's had he's had good teams throughout his he 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 was never on bad and teams. He, he went every time. Well. Offensive coordinator Jim Caldwell, his offensive okay, coordinator, who ended cool. up coaching with the Ravens and the Lions, who was decent. So no, I don't. I think you, you just, have to actually just be a mentioned coach. The Lions. You just mentioned the Lions. So I Sorry. don't know. You you, you, you just you just mentioned well, the I'm Lions. From, I'm from good. Detroit. Yeah, I'm I know, Detroit, but so the Lions ain't been good. Maybe but twice my whole life. Ever. I'm no, almost thirty. Just just once. Okay. Well, they, let's see. They went to the NFC Championship game in '91. Were you around in '91? Depending on when in the year it happened. Did it happen in the beginning of – well, you said the NFC Championship game, so it probably happened in like oh, January of 91 or was that in – December or January? January? I was, I think, yeah. Or December? Yeah, I was – yeah, yeah. But yeah, that don't count. They ain't been months. good your whole life. I've been alive for six months. They ain't been good your whole life. Regardless, though, regardless, though, I'm not going to let you say way better. If you want to say they're the better team, I, you know, I understand. I feel you, but I'm not going to let you say they're way better than the Storm. Okay, I, I, well then, all right. So then this is the thing. Not now, but if we were to compare them to the Mystics without Natasha Cloud and Latoya Sanders and Christy Tolliver is not on their team, but on the Sparks, aren't the Sparks way better than them? Say it again. Aren't the Sparks way better than the Mystics if they had Christy Tolliver and then Natasha Cloud and Latoya Sanders are not playing? Because we saw we saw what happened Last season, when Deladon was out, when um somebody popped her in the nose and broke her nose, when they was missing one person, that team was like, it was like a quarter and a half. They couldn't do anything. And then Christy started cooking and whatever. But it was Christy cooking. So there's no Christy and no backcourt. There's no. There's, they just better. 
than the Mystics. They would have been. The Sparks? Sparks. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I got to stop talking about the Sparks with Chrissy Tolliver because she's not there. So let's just talk about the Sparks as they are constructed now compared to – so the Sparks don't have Chrissy Tolliver and they don't have Chanae. Do you think they're better than the Mystics who don't have Natasha Cloud and don't have Latoya Sanders? <coughs> um, And don't have Chrissy Tolliver from last year, but nobody does? Uh – I, I don't think they can play the same way. They can't, but I still think they're a really good basketball team. I still think they're a really good basketball team. I think they're, really good, they're really good basketball organization. team. Um, no, they still have Emma. They still have Deladon. They still have Ariel. They have Tina Charles. They can. They're still a really good basketball team. Like that. You have You have not mentioned one guard. I haven't. I haven't, especially I haven't. not one point guard. I haven't. I haven't. I, now I, I believe. I, I believe. Didn't they get Leilani Mitchell? I'm not one thousand percent sure. I think they might have. Yeah, Let me check. Might. I think they got Leilani Mitchell. You want to check? Yeah, I'll check. I think they got Leilani Mitchell. So I guess you're going to say Leilani Mitchell is going to start now for the Mystics, which is not bad because we saw her start last year for the Mercury, and she wasn't bad. She's just really small. So I think you lose some of the versatility yeah, they when got you have somebody Mitchell. when you have somebody starting that small. So I guess they can start Leilani Mitchell, Powers, yeah, Ariel Atkins, Ariel Atkins. Yeah, she was a guard. Yeah. She was she was solid last year, but she was and, like a wing guard though. Like her and Powers, they both were kind of like towards the wing because they would because they but Ariel play. can also play point guard though. No, she can't play. Point Not point guard, but she can play shooting guard. Yes, yeah, she could play shooting guard. But both, but yeah, so they're like shooting guard small forwards, but they played them in a three guard lineup when the two primary ball handlers were Christy Tolliver and Natasha yeah, Cloud. Sure. And that was a team that definitely never played without one of them on the court. So their two primary ball handlers are gone. So yes, you have one person to replace them with Mitchell, but their offense is predicated around having two primary ball handlers. So I don't know what they're going to do. That's why I'm like, the Mystics have to change the way they're playing. The Aces still can't shoot three-pointers. The, the one person who was going to shoot three-pointers is out. Plum. She's out with Achilles injury. So they yeah, did get Angel McCautry, but. Yeah, I don't exactly know why ESPN ranked the Aces as high as they did. I don't know. And, and you know, and this is not to, They're you know. They're fourth. Yeah, this is not to get on the this is not to get on the person who did the rankings. No, uh, but get on them. No, but I, I just think it was kind of like a default thing because there was yeah. already a rankings. And so you think that about it a, like this. You just say, like, oh well, the aces haven't had anybody opt out yet, and they just lost one person to an Achilles injury. So let me just not drop them down. Let me move them up and let me drop the sun down. See what I'm saying? That was a that was a uh, I know who Liz Cambage and Asia Wilson is ranking. Mm-hmm. But because no. But the thing about it is though, if Liz Cambage is again, if Liz Cambage wants to go down there and basically play like I was saying John Quill Jones was gonna play, if Liz Cambage wants to go down there and dominate, and yeah, she's not gonna get 15 rebounds, but if Liz Cambage says every time I'm getting the ball. I'm shooting. She's going to score 25 points a game. There's hardly anybody in the league that can stop Liz Gambage. So 
I mean, they could end up being the fourth best team. It's possible. But I don't think possible, they're a championship think contending team. Possible, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think, the, I think the Mercury and the Sky would have a better chance of winning an actual championship than the Aces. You. I agree with you. I don't like where the Sky were ranked. I also think the Mercury probably need to be a little bit higher. Yeah, I would rank. So this is the rankings. Here, I'll run them down for you. So Seattle was ranked number one. The Sparks, two. Mystics, three. Aces, four. Connecticut Sun, five. Mercury, six. Chicago Sky, seven. Minnesota Lynx, eight. Indiana Fever, nine. Atlanta Dream, 10. Dallas Wings, 11. And New York Liberty, 12. These I would have ranked ESPN the Liberty higher. Above the Wings? Yes. I probably would have ranked them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, if uh, I could talk I about the Liberty for a little bit, so the Liberty have, I believe, seven rookies, and pretty much everybody in their team can shoot now. I honestly, if well, oh, shoot threes, they have the ability to shoot threes. I'm not go saying ahead. they're great shooters, but what I was going to say is, like, it's going to be interesting to watch the Liberty this year because they have a new young coach, Walt Hopkins. I I bet the Liberty are going to shoot as many threes as the Mystic shot last year. I think the Liberty is just going to chuck it. Like they see an open three, it's gonna be like you got to open three shoot, and so I mean, they're going to win some games because I, would, I mean I it, was just gonna say hard, if, it's hard to I go mean, cold. Every I was just gonna say if Sabrina is who we think she is, they should be pretty good. I mean I think she could really come in and be a top five player in the um league. Why can't she if she definitely. is who we think she is? I mean definitely top ten now. Yes now if we nah no top no five? matter who playing nah. if we is who she thinks she is top five. They, well, if she, whoa, if she, they if out she, here talking about her like she the rebirth for basketball. So, 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 if so, okay, if, if she, she if she was she if is, she was top five, then that would mean realistically she would have to be better than Chelsea Gray. She, she can't have, be better than Chelsea Gray. She would have to be the best point guard in the league. She can't be that the way they be, talk about her. Okay. We'll see because Sabrina, we'll see, but the okay. way they talk about her, look, Sabrina is not going to be better right now. Sabrina is not going to be a better player. Than Neka Gumake. Okay, no, probably not. She is not going to be a better player than a healthy or on the court Elena Deladon. Okay. Who else? See, she is struggling. No, she is not going to be a better player than Liz Gambage. I don't know about that. She's not 6'8. She's not I don't know about that. She's not going to be a better player than Brittany Griner. She's not six nine. Uh, see, but the yeah, but yeah, but hold on. Think about Brittany as her motor, because Brittany should be way better. Like even though Brittany is great, Brittany should be way better than what she actually is, in my personal opinion. And it's she not saying be. she's not great. She's great. She, she is incredible, but she should be even more incredible. Okay, here we, here we go. Here we I, go. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I have watched Brittany Griner finish the game with eight rebounds. That is inexcusable. You yeah. are like seven six, feet. Nine. You should never attack. You should finish the game with eight. That is inexcusable. That is inexcusable. Yeah. No. Yeah. We talk right. about somebody who should average 25 and whatever you said, she should average 25 and 20. She should. She uh, she must not be that into rebounding. That's that's inexcusable. So I don't so I don't know about that. The way they talk about Sabrina, Sabrina Inescu. I'm 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 I'm, I'm Yanescu. Yanescu. Sabrina Yanescu, the way they talk about her, like she the rebirth of basketball. So if here's the question that, for you though. All right, here's a question for you. So you're saying Sabrina has a chance to be top five. Here we go. Is Sabrina Ionescu going to have a better 2020 WNBA season than Diamond DeShields? 
Great question. I think she can. Why can't she? Again, we'll see. But the way they talk about the lady, like she the rebirth of basketball. They talk about her literally like she is the re, like she is the best thing since sliced bread and women's basketball. That's, so if she that's is, because we college women's basketball is more popular than the WNBA. And she lit it up. Yes, with it's all them triple doubles. Yes, she I agree. lit it up. Okay, then. Yes. So she should be. She beat Team USA. Yes. So it's, Exactly. So she should and be. She, she and she on the should be on Team USA, in my opinion. She's no one matter, of the top twelve players for the twenty twenty one Olympics. No matter but what, top five in the league. No. No matter what game she steps on, no matter who she plays per game, when she steps on the court, with the work I've seen her do and the way people talk about her, realistically, there's a possibility. No matter what court she steps on, she could be the best player that night. She shouldn't even be the best player on the Liberty yet. Who should be Kia Nurse? Yes. Okay, relax. I like Kia Nurse. Kia Nurse. Kia Nurse is good. She was an All Star, but relax. Sabrina should be the best player on the Libby. Not yet. The way they talk about her. Yes, but who is they? Yes, that's how they talk. That's how people talk about she prodigies or or tr- she's great. Okay, yeah. So what? So I'm not what saying we- it's not good. I'm not saying she's not great. But you're talking about top five in the league. Yes. Natasha Howard almost had an MVP season last year. Is she going to have more of an impact? Oh, wait. Yeah, Brianna, she can. Brianna Stewart. She not, no, Brianna Stewart. She going to be better than Brianna Stewart. She can. I don't know what she looked like. She coming off a whole Achilles injury. I don't know. She going to be better than Natasha Howard? She can. You said impact. Yes. I think she can have a bigger impact than what, than what Natasha had last year. Yes. Okay. I think the Liberty can make the playoffs. I really do. I think that. They should be a playoff team. Everybody can make the playoffs. You only got to be top eight. I mean, okay then. The Liberty should be a playoff team. Will they win a championship? Obviously no, but they should be Every, a playoff team. Everybody but the Dallas Wings should be a playoff team. That's a Indiana team. Be, Indiana, I don't think Indiana should be a playoff Even team. Even Indiana. I don't think Indiana should be a playoff team. Okay, Indiana has a 6'7 post player, Sierra McCowan. Mm-hmm. They got another 6'4 post player that plays with her, Lauren Cox, which mm-hmm. essentially, basically, they're recreating what they did at Baylor when it was mm-hmm. Lauren Cox and Kalani Brown. Instead of Kalani Brown, it's now Tierra McCallum. So they're recreating that. They have the all-star game MVP, Erica Wheeler. So, I mean, they got mm. some players. I understand that. But, okay, so even if Indiana is still in the bottom four, there's 10 teams that should be playoff teams. And a little bit of them. The Lynx should be. They got Nafisa Collier and Sylvia Files. They got, they got, yep, they got both of them. And they haven't opted out yet. Obviously, if they out obviously all. Sims is not playing right now because yeah, she's I think, yeah, recovering she, from pregnancy, from giving yeah. birth to her son. So shout out to her. But I don't know, Sabrina Ionescu, top five. Why can't she be? <sighs> That's a the lot. way they talk about her. Why can't That's she? That's a lot. But I will say this. And so, if you're talking about Sabrina Ionescu being top five, there was a point when Diana Tarazi and Sue Bird were coming out of college, even when they were in college, they were probably, and Candace Parker, Candace Parker they no. were already top five players. Brittany Griner, I think, Brittany, as rookies. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany as well, mm, Griner. You think Brittany was a top five player as a rookie? I mean, I I, I, I think that think was, so. I, I think I think that that was the expectation. I, definitely whether Candace, she was definitely or not. Candace was, because Candace was MVP in the league. Now, 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 whether she was or not is a different thing, but I think the expectation was that she was going to come out and be that. Talking about the expectation that was given yeah. to her. Now, well, now if, if she was, 
Now, if she was it or not, it's a whole different discussion. But I think the expectation was that she would come out and immediately be one of the best players in, in the um, WNBA. Well, if that's the case, then there is no way in the world that the Phoenix Mercury should be number six on this list because the Phoenix Mercury are rolling out Brittany Griner, Skylar Diggins, Diana Tarazi at this point. Bonner. No, Dewana Bonner is on the sun. Remember, you're right, you right, you're 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 right. They should be able to play, and then they still have Brianna Turner, who they started most of last year. So, with those four or five players, that should be a top four team in the league. I agree, especially I think going can, to this single site. I agree. I think that they could contend for where I think that they can realistically contend for a um championship. I think that they, they should, should be high, which they is why should. I said like whoever just whoever put the list together literally was like I know these names, put them there. <laughs> I know. Well, these I, names, I won't say there. that because the author of this is a respected person. I wouldn't say that, but it, there's she had to make a list. They probably said it's time for a power ranking. She had to make a list. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't make a list right now because it's too hard because it's too many incompletes out there. You don't know. You don't know what shape these players are going to be in by the time they play. I know they still have three weeks or so to get in shape, but that's not enough time to get in shape. I mean, plus okay. the list is always something you, you can like. The list is subject to change, and you just don't know. So it's hard. I think I personally would have made a list with tiers and say like championship tiers, playoff contenders, and the bottom four. Yeah, but then we wouldn't be talking about it right now. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Just they, had, they had to make a list. They had to make a list. And, I mean, I can see the storm, but I just think not having your coach. And, like, yeah, you can coach from afar and you can say do this and say do that, but that's that simple, easy stuff on the fly. I think that's what you asked Sue Bird for. And also the coach. I, who's I, personally, I personally did not see Sue Bird doing that much coaching when we watched the storm play against the Sparks at Staples. Uh, she was, I mean, well, yeah, because you had your actual coach. I don't like, I don't think you want to like run over your actual coach, but she was definitely talking to players like, yo, do this, do that, do this, do that. Okay. Rihanna was too. Uh, well, when she wasn't broadcasting, she was at least. Um, she was doing that too. Like, nah, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. And and I think that if, you know, this is her time to step up, you 38 years old, you just seen about everything you could possibly can see in basketball. So it's your time to step up. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what the Storm do, but the Storm are definitely contenders. No doubt about it. The Storm are contenders. So who would you say are realistic championship contenders in the WNBA if you only had to pick four teams? I would say uh, I would say the Storm. I would say the Sparks. I would say the Mercury. And honestly, I would probably pick the Sky over the Mystics because the Sky – are basically bringing everybody back. They haven't made, you know, additions, but I think an improvement by Diamond DeShields takes them to a whole nother level. And honestly, they were going to win that playoff game until De'Erica Hamby shot it from half court and just won that game. That's one of the most egregious things I've ever seen in my life. So the Sky Um, were supposed to be playing against the Mystics in the Final Four already. So they were a shot away from being a Final Four team last year. I would take the same list you took, but I'm going to put the Mystics in there because I got respect for Elena Deladon, and she's still playing as of right now. So I would take the same list that you have, 
Okay. But like I said, I would put uh, the Mystics in that because I have respect for Elena Deladon. I mean, I also have a lot of respect for Emma Misaman because Emma Misaman outplayed everybody. She was she the finals MVP. He worked everybody. So, and Emma, Mis- Emma Misaman was doing Elena Deladon things. So, Emma Misaman has the ability to pretty much do the types of things and play the role and do and be in the position on the court where Deladon was. Fair. And they still got Tina Charles. So, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of – and Tina Charles has a connection with the coaching staff. She played for the Connecticut Sun when Tebow, Mike Tebow, was a coach there. So, I mean, they have a connection there. I just don't know if they have enough guards or enough – and specifically enough ball-handling guards with the way that they played last season. It wasn't just one point team. guard. Fair it just was, It wasn't just one point guard, and that's uh, the thing. Fair critique. I think that um, guard play – in any kind of basketball, it's always one of the most uh, – it's probably the most important thing, and I think sometimes it's underrated and important, but it's always, I think, the most important things. Somebody got to get people the ball. Mm-hmm. You can't uh, – ball movement, everything. Sometimes somebody got to make a play with somebody. And it's nice to have two players giving you the ball instead of one, especially in the Agreed. WNBA, the way Agreed. it is. Because you there's – like, honestly, if you could have three – point guard type players on the court at one time, that'd be even better because it's possible to do that with the size because to be a wing or a small forward, you only got to be about 5'11", 6 feet. feet. So if the Sparks had three Chelsea Grays, they could play three Chelsea Grays and two post players. I agree. Like, that's not that big of a deal. I think that's actually the way the game should be played. I've I've said this millions of times. I think everybody should be out there shooting threes. I don't Mm -hmm. understand why you even have quote unquote post players. Even the post players are are WNBA. I'm not WNBA. NBA guard size. This just just because that's how traditional basketball is played. Yeah, but come on, free. That's how that's how you that's how you come up playing basketball. If you're the tall kid, they want to put you inside. But again, that's also why I think the Mystics had so much success last year was because I think they kind of broke the mold on that. And and, I, and I'm happy that they won because I think that at least was just my opinion. I think that people always copy the winner, and I think mm-hmm. that that could go a long way for improving the gameplay in the um, WNBA by encouraging people to shoot more threes. Like again, like even like John Quill Jones, she's six six. James Harden six six. Shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. You actually probably got a better shot than the guards do because you can actually like because you right there. So you right. actually probably got an easier shot than what the guards do. Everybody need to be shooting. No, you're right. You're right. I agree with you on that subject. Um, I guess the other thing I wanted to talk about is I just kind of want to get into the Sparks roster a little bit more. I know we kind of jumped around, but this is a Spark report. So we do want to talk about specifically about the Sparks uh, roster for the Sparks fans watching this. And so they've had a lot of turnover, like – you didn't really think about it, but there's been a lot of turnover. So if you look at this roster, new players, Christina Nigwe is new, Simone Augustus is new, Taya Cooper is new, Rashonda Gray is new, Marie Gulich is new, Brittany Sykes is new. I think that's yeah. half the players. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, a team that finished third in the league last year, half their players are new. Now, two of that is because well, not two. One of that is because of an opt-out. But even still, they were going to have five new players. And, yes, Christy Tolliver has already played for them. So it's kind of like a half new player. Yes, but, but luckily their foundation is still intact. I think yeah. they just got, like, new role players. Their foundation is still intact, so I don't mm-hmm. think that's that big of a deal. 
I yeah. think that these are all people that they'll play a role. It's like, I mean, I think the hardest part may be figuring out what your role is. I think that's I th- something. I think everybody's role is pretty seamless to last year, except I just don't know who's going to feel what Christy Tolliver was going to bring. I just don't see it. Like, that was – she already been working double time. I feel tired well, for. Her. Well, <laughs> she's already been working double time. I'm well, tired for the woman. Like, what else can she do? More. More what? More ISO? Uh, more. more ISO gray? I actually think yes. I think I, I, that's also one thing. I think the. I think that when Fish looks at the tape from last year, you kept bringing the screen over and getting her double. If they want to run a whole double at her, I'm okay, cool. Somebody's standing wide open. It's like somebody going to rotate one more pass. You can't guard everybody if you literally just send a double at her. You're leaving somebody wide open. So if they so if they want to do that, cool. But I think that when they run screens and when they get to trapping you know, her like off the screen, just let her go out there and ISO or put her in the post. Mm-hmm. She has uh, – I, I, that was something that I even – I remember asking her about last year because, I mean, she has a nice frame. So if you put her in the post, she's usually bigger than most of the guards that she's gonna be playing against. She's like, pretty much the biggest point guard in the league. Yeah, so I can't her, think of one that's bigger that is like of her caliber. Yeah, so put her in the post. If they want to double her in the post, now you literally looking at you like looking at somebody. You ain't even gotta look around. You in the post. Mm-hmm. Okay, who? Oh, open. They gonna rotate one more pass shot. Pretty much everybody on the court can shoot the ball. Like the yeah. Sparks have a team where I mean, Neca can hit a three. I think she's better from the corners though. I, I think like her corner three is better than like her three from like right. the top. But still, you you can like ro- rotate them to f- figure that out. Candace can shoot three. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the court can basically shoot a three. So I yes, I think isolation is actually what would help her a lot alone this season if teams decide to actually double her. Like yeah, just iso her. Literally iso her. Also, looking at this roster, I see a lot of depth. I think it's good because you do have some injury or some energy-prone players. Like Candace Parker has been getting hurt a lot. I mean, throughout her whole career. I mean, she's had several surgeries. Yeah, I think a couple of knee surgeries. Yeah, she's had several surgeries. We saw what happened last year. But we also saw last year that, you know, when she kind of got back into it, she was Western Conference Player of the Week. So if you can go back and forth between then the NECA, playoffs came, but yeah, so. if you can go back and forth between NECA and Candace Parker being Western Conference Player of the Week and Chelsea Gray between those three, if I don't know how many weeks the season's going to be, but let's just say what you play three, play three games a week. I think I'll probably about, say a month, maybe a month might take about four, the whole season. No, nah, I think it's going to be. I, oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. They're going to do. They're going to start playoffs. Yeah, month and a half. They're going to start playoffs about middle of August. So let's say six weeks. So in six weeks, if those three players combined can win four Western Conference Players of the Week awards, then you're in good shape. Like that would be the goal is to win four out of the six player of the week awards on your team. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be Chelsea Gray all four times. It could be NECA all four times. But if you can get that type of production out of that three, because that is still the big three on the team, it's going to be the big three on the team. I think that at this point, I mean, the only person who's close in age to Simone Augustus is Candace Parker. But I think the fact that Candace Parker is 6'4", compared to Simone Augustus being six feet, just adds more versatility and longevity to her game right now and she's still like a couple years younger so I, I just feel like those are the the key players on this team like 
they still they they still have to go through those three players and going through those three players that's what's going to get the sparks to where they have to go like and the other good thing about it is this year is like Derek Fisher has to lean on those players he can't he can't get frustrated or say like oh you don't have enough energy like there's no Shanae this year so you can't sit Candace down and play Christina Nigwe. I mean, you could. You could. But no. Like, you just got to get it together with Candace and get Candace to that level. And that's no knock on Christina Nigwe. Christina Nigwe are all packed. You said you could, but no. <laughs> I mean, she averaged. Now, you want to talk about somebody who averaged a lot. She averaged like 22 and 16 in college, Christina Nigwe. And she has, and I showed you that video. She has athleticism to dunk. Like that's a player who should play, but that is not a player. Oh, everybody wants y'all to like the video. If you're watching right now, hit like on the video, drop a comment in there in the chat and all that stuff. But um, subscribe. I have a question when you get done with that for you, and then we can probably wrap it up on this. Cause okay, I to, we can. We, yeah, yeah, we can wrap it up on this. But okay. do you think that? Christina Nigwe, some of the other bigs they signed, do you think that it could have a negative impact on Shanae long-term, their performance this year? No, I don't think so, because I think they have so many of them that there's no way they would want to keep all three of them, especially when you know you have Maria Vadiva. I think that those three they have are playing for one spot going forward. I think there's room for either Christina Nigwe, Rashonda Gray, or Marie Gulich going forward, one of them, because they are bringing back Vadiva. Of course. They're bringing back Vadiva. If Shanae wants to keep playing with NECA on the Sparks, they're going to keep bringing back Shanae. Okay? So it's just they playing for one spot. That's fair. fair. And they're also auditioning for other teams too. This is true. How great do you – you guys were talking about this – on hoops and brews how great do you look i think tpj was talking about morris one of the morris twins how great do you look when you win a championship when you're trying to get your next contract right so if you can be because pretty much everybody on the championship team is an efficient player because you have to be efficient for the team to win a championship and everybody's getting paid on the championship team when you win rings people get paid right festus azili got 73 million dollars because he was on the warriors how many? It's like 73 million. He got bread. He didn't now he got hurt and like you know the contract obviously wow. you know he, he, he got hurt, but Shout it was out to the it Vanderbilt was, man. The it was either 73 or maybe I misspoken as 55. Either way, it was a lot of millions. He got either, millions either on way. Millions. Either way, it sounds like it's like tens and tens and tens of millions too much. <laughs> yes, he got millions. He got millions, but yes, but this is the great thing. So if they don't stay with the sparks. All of these players have the ability to prove, again, that they are WNBA players because Anigwe, they traded for her. She might have got cut by the wings. She might not have. Gray, she got cut by the Liberty. Now she's back on this team opportunity because of opting out. Taya Cooper got cut by the Mercury. So these players, this is their time to prove that they deserve not only contracts in the WNBA, but guaranteed contracts. Because half your roster can have guaranteed contracts. 
this is an opportunity for a Nigway to come out there and ball and shoot like 55, 60%. Just don't miss easy buckets. You said 60%. Don't. Shanae shot 60% one year because she didn't miss easy buckets. Was that last year? No, not last year. I'm saying in, in I'm saying in Connecticut. In Shout Connecticut. out today, but it wasn't last year. Well, that's because Shanae was doing more with her game. Yeah, that's fair. So if, if all that's what I'm saying. And I'm that's saying fair. 60%, 60% just means you're making three out of yeah. five shots. Yeah, but and you can be, take five shots over two games. I'm not saying you're getting five nah, shots every game. Six, yeah, no, nah, yeah, just it, don't it, miss yeah. layups. Yeah, that's fair. You're right, that's fair, that's fair. Don't miss, miss layups and don't miss layups and don't shoot threes. Like don't shoot a shot that you know you're not gonna make. That's fair. I was just messing with you. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, but, but no. We, yeah, but I, we 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 can we can um, end on that note. It's been no. Fun. You you can say you can say whatever you want to say. You're not gonna fit me. No, nah, I was just no. Nah, I was just no. Nah, I was just joking. <laughs> Yeah. The, did she shoot the last year? Shout out, shout out, um, <laughs> Chinado. But no, uh, <laughs> no, we can, she did not. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we can, um, end on that note, man. John, it's been great. Uh, thank all you guys for watching both on Hoops and Brews and the Impala. These will be coming more often. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know if we're gonna do it every week right now because it's basketball every week, but but once the season starts, these will be coming every single week. Um, so shout out to all you guys who uh watched it, and um, yeah, you'll be seeing more of us, huh? right? Appreciate everybody watching again. So, personally, if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at John W. Davis on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. So, search John W. Davis, that's where you can find me. I appreciate Bavi and TPJ as well for their outlets. Also, you can find my WNBA coverage at winsider.com. That's where I cover the LA Sparks and also do a little bit of additional WNBA work there. So, yeah, shout out to both of y'all. And um, yeah, I appreciate you. I think this was a good first Spark Report no, video no, version. No. Let first us know video. what you think. Yeah. The, Not let us, right, 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 right. We've done several podcasts, but yeah. let us know what you think about the video Spark Report. If you know of anybody who you think should, we should have a guest. Join, I mean, let us know. Yeah, we'd be open to having guests on the Spark Report too. It's you know, it's whatever yeah. we can think of. Yeah, whatever so, we want to do. Um, we'll be back uh, again. Thank all you guys, and until uh, next time, it's been a uh, Spark Report. So appreciate it, you guys. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, bro.